Riders on the storm Riders on the storm into this house hello and welcome to the ron ross radio show podcast i'm ron sergeant pepper ross and then uh, he is john cantori yaglinski <laughs> and we will get into that uh why in just a second but also uh we want to remind you to please share the uh the ron ross radio show podcast with your family and your friends collect them trade them and uh and let them know where they can listen to it on youtube uh you can also uh here on facebook and then also wherever you get your podcasts but you know if you're on uh youtube like us and uh and we appreciate that and and let them know that you're listening and that way we can uh, we can get more listeners and and do more things with you guys and this is the uh episode 15 we've done 15 15. 15 of these bad boys last one of the summer too last oh, one yeah that's true that is true last one of the summer and then we have labor day weekend that's coming up this weekend um i'm going to be off from work thursday friday oh and our our uh the podcast next week a programming note will be on wednesday <laughs> i'm just laughing you said a programming note that's what? inside baseball right there. Programming Is that really? Notes. No. Oh, yeah. just, oh, no. <laughs> Jot this down. You can listen to this. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Morning, Jennifer. Jim is present as well. You can yeah. comment, by the way, as uh, if you're watching and listening to this live on uh, on Facebook. Comment. Put it in the comment section. Yes. And uh, and we shall respond. Actually, I have a couple of interactive questions that are coming up. So be at the ready as we uh, move into this. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. Uh, and John and I have so much fun putting this all together. Uh, so much to get to. But first things first, John is uh, lives in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And uh, that means that Hurricane Adelia, uh, he is in, not in the cone. He's in the center of the cone right. where makes landfall uh, tomorrow. And Correct. Then, so how many days? What's the estimation until it comes to your area? Uh, we're looking at Wednesday overnight into Thursday morning. It was originally. Now that's like the than- eye, but you're still going to feel like the arms and, and rain and torrential downpours and wind and all of that stuff. As they say, depending on whether it windshield wipers left or right yes. uh, will affect us. Because okay. if you're on the right side of the storm, you feel it more. If you're on the left side of the storm, you feel it less. And it also mm-hmm. affects um, ocean currents, uh, you know, whether they're coming in or going out, depending on where you are and the spin of things without getting right. too much into it. But yeah. yeah. So what have you done to, to prep for it, Johnny? Uh, and and I, by the way, and if you're keeping count, when did you move there? When about you to- five slash six years ago. <laughs> How many of these bad boys have you been through? Literally almost every single year we've had something that has come okay. by here. And my and point it- is when you were living in Maryland, how many hurricanes did you have? Exactly. Couple, Thank you. That's my years. No, yeah. Zero. Maybe. So- no, there were, there were <laughs> some that we, we well, tropical storms. I mean, we definitely felt the effect. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know you are. I was very upset when John moved away. Um, <laughs> I was. I was really upset. I was, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, my friends are leaving. You know, we have other friends that have a house in Florida, but they still live. You know, they visit here. But anyway, yeah. So, well, what that. have you done? What have you done to prep for it? You have the hurricane uh, shutters, and you have hurricane grade windows I, and doors and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, we're not going to put up the shutter thingies they're actually metal slats and that involves getting up on a ladder and stuff and if it were going to be a more powerful storm i i might think about doing that but uh, i think for this one we're gonna let it be but uh we have tested the generator i got a new generator last year um i've got a 9700 uh, starting watt 70 some odd hundred continuous watt generator now what does it run what will it run in your dual. house? Okay. It's, yeah, but that easily runs a level of our house. So it would okay. keep us cool or keep the uh, refrigerators going. So th- that sort of stuff. It tested that, went out, got our gas uh, to run that. Also made sure the propane t- 
tanks were full because it runs off of that as well. Was there a line uh, with people no. prepping? No, no, no. no. Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. No, but it's but like, then again, eh, I did this like we've been through this before. Yeah. No, I did this two days ago. So now I'll bet if I were to go out today, everybody will be filling up their cars. But I am no rookie at this. I mean, I'm I take it seriously. You should go and 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 record live here <laughs> on your cell phone and right. file a report. To, um, I, you I definitely should that. file a report as things are happening just to make sure. I will do that. But I always text like my brother who lives in California, yeah. Joe and his whole family. And they, uh, both sons had two, and I can't, can't believe I forgot to mention this last week. Yeah. Two sons had two babies within two weeks of each other. <laughs> Lucas, oh, wow. Lucas and, uh, and Zachary had, uh, had a son, a piece, a son each. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, uh, with their wives and girlfriends. And then they, uh, well, obviously they're the ones who did the, all the work. <laughs> and, uh, and I, ne- I never mentioned it last week, but I'm I'm, I'm a horrible great uncle. Well, there so you I'm go. not so I'm a not so great uncle. But anyway, I had to text him because I'm like, is that hurricane the West Coast hurricane? Is that heading toward you? And he goes, Yep, sure is. And I'm like, What are you gonna do? Now there's a guy who used to live in Guam. He right. lived in the Philippines. He's been right. through a bunch of that. So he was in the Air Force, and um, he was in the Air Force. He's retired, and he. Uh, he said, ah, you know, it's mountainous. It's going to break up. The mountain's going to break it up and we'll just get some wind and rain. And yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So if you listen okay. to Joe, the meteorologist, nah, <laughs> he said, that's going to be a nothing burger. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> and this I wrote that down. I'm like, nothing burger. Nothing I love burger. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that. That's mine. Idalia means business though. I think much like, uh, what yeah, it was yeah. Ian what last it category year? three now. Uh, it is not yet, but it okay. is anticipated to be possibly a three, maybe a four mm. coming mm. on land. Um, it's it's strengthening. It's going to be a major hurricane, um, mm. and it will affect most of the coast of Florida, uh, the left coast in the Gulf, but also because of how big it is and the spinach and the storms, pretty much going to affect almost the whole state um, and is anticipated to still be a hurricane by the time it hits Florida Georgia line. And not the rock group, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, what's gonna? He, that was a preemptive strike, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Before I can make, he did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. Lobbed it out there. I did yeah, that joke right, right away. He, did. he lobbed it and he pulled it right back. Oh my god! Oh my god! I couldn't get to it fast enough. All right. Well, best of luck, John. And seriously, just keep us informed. And 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 I'll make a nuisance of myself texting you and just make sure that you. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. The kids are okay. I mean, I do love it when people check in. Okay, good. Sometimes you can't get back to. You're gonna regret saying that. But you know, try not to drop off a cliff. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, the texting (laughs) cliff. That's a callback, by the way. Call back to last week. Last episode. Another. That's a little comedy rule, by the way. Yeah. Although the masters do that all the time. The comedy callback. <laughs> yes. So indeed. I was laboring under the false impression over the last year that this was going to be my 40th anniversary in radio. And then on this exact podcast, I showed my, uh, my FCC license yeah. to operate a transmitter. And there was the date, 1984. <laughs> so this is my 39th year. I'll be going into my 40th year. But it was this week. It was this week that I first started in, in radio. And uh, my dad told me to cold call a bunch of... Um, written- <laughs> well, you had the Weather Channel. I know. I'm uh, working on it. It's okay. stuck. My dad told me to call. I I didn't know what the term cold call was. He just said, call, call around. And uh, because I was radio, television, film major at the University of Maryland and um, College Park. And he said to um, call these places and and offer to sweep the floors. And that's literally what I did was to sweep the floors. But anyway, long story short, uh, WXCS and WARK called me back program director and Mm. um i started doing orioles games 
running a West Coast Orioles game, California Angels. I could probably give you the exact date if I looked up the schedule <laughs> from 1984. A's. <laughs> the A's. Go A's. <laughs> and, uh, and then I had to apply for my FCC license. Mm-hmm. And then, um, gosh, I started um, queuing up records. We had, you know, vinyl LPs, 12-inch LPs, that whole, but like, what you see behind me, that wall like that? That was full floor to ceiling with albums. And it was a rock station where we played, uh, where I started um, on the, um, what did I do? Weekend overnights. And um, Buddy Riser, who was the overnight guy, taught me how to queue up a record where you put it on the, put it on the turntable and you put the tone arm on the, on the record (laughs) and you had it, you put it in queue. So over on the board, you put it in queue, which is a tiny little speaker, and so you can hear what's going on on the turntable without it going out on the air. Right. And, uh, and turn the turntable until the song starts and you stop it. And then this is where I first saw that it was, I was like, this is ingenious. Who thought of this? The turntable was filled with, uh, was covered in felt. And right. then there was an indentation that was the size of a 45 record. Right. Right. With the adapter, the indentation. So you didn't have to keep putting an adapter on and off. If you had a 45, it just sunk down into the indentation. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you had the spindle, you know, you put the record on, you hear the, and then you turned it back from 12 o'clock. You put your iPod at the top, uh, 20 of. These turntables weren't that fast. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, get it up techniques to speed. So you, you cued it back, literally turned the record back with your finger until the about 20 of and that gave you enough time for the mm-hmm. turntable to come up to speed and then uh, and yeah or uh, yeah. if it didn't then you had what was called a wow in wow that was a that was a bad cue right there and that's yeah. right exactly <laughs> and then i was taught how to slip cue slip cue a record did you ever slip cue john it's a little inside baseball. Yeah, Actually, it's, a, it's a lot inside baseball. I don't remember that. What, do, what are we talking so about? So you had songs right. that had either a fade, okay, a cold right. fade, or a cold ending. It just right. stopped, right? Well, what about the fake ending? For instance, well, you had to wait. <laughs> like yeah, uh, right? like uh, Magic Man by Heart. Magic Man has a fake ending? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Like if you're not paying oh, attention was- and you have that going on in the background, all of a sudden it's start the next record. <laughs> oh no, no, the song's not over. <laughs> no, the thing with Heart was um Barracuda at the end goes five times, not four. And that's a great record that you would come out and you would slip cue so what you have you're coming out of heart right um you're coming out of the song um barracuda and it's ding, 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 ding. and so you had the next song so on your other turntable and you cued it up so that it was the the uh tone armors right at the start of the song and then you turned it on on the board you put your finger on the on the edge of the record and you held it there and you put you turned oh, it on okay. you turned the the turntable on and turned so it, it up on the control board yeah so it's you know and you would go into uh who is it um new girl now hollywood suite right honeymoon suite <laughs> honeymoon <laughs> suite. suite yeah which yeah. had a, 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 a this is the 80s people relax <laughs> and, and you're coming out of and it was a rock station but you're coming out of barracuda then you let go and then you let go of that, and the next dun. song comes in. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yes, that. Bam! Instantaneous. Yeah. I remember once I was working at DC 101, and I was I forget what the songs were. I was coming out of one and going into another, mm-hmm. like a Pink Floyd or something. And they were in the same key, right? So one oh. faded out and oh, one faded in. Yeah. Right? One faded out, one faded in. And even the guy who taught me, at mm-hmm. at 107 X, Buddy Riser was working there, and he walks in. And he goes, "That was a great segue." And it's like 5:30 in the morning. <laughs> that was a great segue. Too bad nobody heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, because you got a good segue, and you're like, yeah, 
slam the, the yeah radio guys down. would get all excited yeah. about that when we made a really good segue even though nobody out there probably cared but and i worked at rock stations uh for a good long while in the beginning of my career so i never really got to talk up the intro of a record so when i first started doing oh uh, yeah when i first started doing well we didn't really do it so much with magic 106.9 with hot adult contemporary format but when we started doing oldies yeah and i was you know talking over the intro of uh you know uh, baby love yeah and you know just getting down to the sounds of motown oldies 106.9 you know and screaming jock and hitting that post i know it's baby. fun right yeah well, we think it's fine. I don't know what listeners think. About I know. Yeah, I know. 97.5 WKMZ. Right. Uh, it's yeah. uh, 11, 16, 16 past 11. It's a mm. tailor-made Tuesday. Good morning to you. So I had a <laughs> don't guy. Don't forget your sweater. The guy I worked with uh, when you just did, did what's called double time, right? Yeah. Because people don't catch it the first time is right. what they're saying. And this is before digital clocks in your car and it's all on your phone and all that crap. So yeah. you can do time checks, you know, partly cloudy, 618, 18 after six. You know, that was, you had to do that. Why? And I, don't know. I was challenged by Mark K uh, when I was on the hot morning mess to not do double time. He goes, why do you do that? Why do you do the double time? I said, because people don't catch it the first time. He goes, okay don't do that in the next newscast and i'm like all right fine and i'm like it's 806 and he comes back he goes did you tell what time it was i said aha aha you missed it 806 six after eight i loved when i would hear a dj do an awesome one napua thank you napua see i appreciate that i know i got I know. to i may have told that story on here do i prefer lps or the current digital files um jennifer Skull? No, has no. asked us <laughs> a question. That's a good question. And you know, I mean, I have all the that right there. You see behind me. Uh, if I you're looking, if you're watching this, obviously, if you're listening to it, yeah. then you can't see it. But that right there is a Sony stereo from 1970. I want to say one or two. Nice uh, or two or three. driven, right? Uh, I, have, I, I have no idea. That stereo was my best friend. Okay, I listen to all of my albums on that, and I still have a bunch of vinyl. I have all my vinyl LPs. I never got rid of them. Uh, I replaced oh, a bunch of them I with did. CDs, Correct. and now I'm listening on um, I'm listening on Spotify. Yeah. I'm listening to the you know I was just listening, which we're going to get into a little bit later. Is what albums did you revisit? Uh, mm -hmm. or do you revisit uh, you know maybe your favorite albums? So I, you know, that's a hard, that's, that is a tough I have question. thoughts on this. I like the tactile <laughs> when you're working. Yeah. I like the tactile actually picking up a record, putting it back in the jack and then putting it back. And buddy, by the way, was the one who taught me because I was pulling, you know, six hours of LP on midnight to 6am, six hours mm -hmm. of LPs is like, you know, huge yeah, stack, stack. Yeah. of uh, albums. And then he taught me, and this actually keeps you awake when you're doing the overnight. There are no overnight jocks anymore. Somebody that's yeah. all automated. Nobody yeah. cares. Sad. Uh, but which is where you train your baby DJs, but now you can't you can't do that anymore. True. And uh <clears throat> um, excuse me. So I, you would get up, you'd look at your your sheet, your flow sheet right. uh, that you wrote everything down, and it was Phil Collins one more night. So you turned around and you went to was it C for Collins? Was it P for Petty? Yeah, it was C for Collins. Yeah, not not P for Phil. Yeah, Tom Petty. No, it was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It was P for Tom right. Petty and the Heartbreakers. So C for uh, Phil Collins. Pull the album or the LP, or they would give you the twelve-inch single. You pulled that out, and then you pulled the one to the left of it halfway out. So you knew where to put it back. That's right. So you were constantly Fantastic. getting up. You were getting up and sitting down with every record. So four o'clock in the morning, which you and I were just talking about in the middle of the night when you were pulling an overnight, when you were just yes. flat out exhausted and your brain had no idea what was going on, I was still getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting down and then yeah. running over into the other studio to do the minute news update on WARK. And AM um, <laughs> 1490, the music of your life. Here's Artie Shaw and <laughs> the Hub City forecast, partly cloudy, but, and, um, 
that's what kept me awake. But I would sit there and I didn't realize this because uh, when I did overnights at, uh, at DC 101 in Washington, rock station, and everything was on CD then, um, about four o'clock in the morning, I would freeze and I would take the, they had track letting and I'd call them yeah. French yeah, and yeah, I yeah. would point all of them at me, you know, <laughs> to try to get some sort of residual heat off of the lights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it just it did not work. And I kept complaining to the engineer. I'm like, do you turn the heat off overnight? Are you trying to save money? He goes, no, it's a constant. And then finally, somebody told me uh, that it was, it's your, your body. Your body lowers its temperature. Your body thinks you're supposed to be asleep. Right. So hmm. it lowers your temperature. Hmm. And I would sit there and freeze <laughs> every, because I worked regular hours during the week. And I would, uh, when I did the uh, overnight weekends. Okay. I didn't want to get too inside baseball with this, but I did. So my question I wanted to throw to you. And if you want to throw us a, a, a little comment, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Is okay. How did you start your career? Did you do it coming out of college? Did you do it out of high school and you went to you know tech school and you learned a friend of mine is an electrician and he's making way more money than anybody than a lot of the college kids that I know, you oh, know, yeah. who are just starting. Um, he's, you know, and he started his career. Gosh, what is he an apprentice? A lot of people in my family, like in, in, uh, construction and mm -hmm. mechanics and yeah, trades can make some serious money, man. Dude, a friend of mine was such a gearhead, mm -hmm. Jeff. And he was my best friend in, in high school. And we joined the fraternity together, Pi Cap Alpha Ural Pi Cap. And he, <laughs> he got his degree in civil engineering or something. And he had, and he worked for a, uh, an architect or urban planning for like a year. And he was like, I hate this. And he went to, he went to GM and uh, went to Mr. Goodwrench school, became Mr. Goodwrench certified and has never looked back and he's been you know the head of shops and 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 at dealerships and all that stuff and he's just as the happiest he could possibly be yeah so, you know because he was always a gearhead and he always wanted to work on cars he yeah. taught me how to replace a master cylinder and he taught me how to replace you know a couple of things in the in the uh, nova that i had uh, i had a nova oh god it was so nice <laughs> so, <laughs> is that a good nova <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. It was just no. a no. Just, okay. just checking. Just Jennifer's no. like, I'm hating that I actually left a message. Call him. Oh no. <laughs> so how did you start your career? How did you start? Uh, what did you do? And uh, are you in the field that you wanted to be in? Because I know John, your journey was a little took a lot. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. I know, kind of weird. Well, I, I mean, I wanted to go into radio. I was playing yeah. radio at home for years uh through probably junior high and high school like i would tape myself you know talking up records and then would either play them on the stereo or record them off the radio before i had that so i started doing that but then i knew i wanted to go into broadcasting because we had um like radio and television class in high school Oh, wow. um, okay, cool. yeah. which was really cool. And I, and I did, uh, I did TV class there and I did pretty well. And my parents went into the teacher to understand the career I was going into and the teacher to his credit, they asked, you know, uh, do you, do, how is he going to do financially? Like, is he going to do very well? He's like, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, if he loves it, he can make a career out of it. My parents, who my dad is a CFO, uh, chief financial officer, um, or was, to his credit, did not question my choice okay. uh, of wanting there to go, go into broadcasting, um, which nice. is good. So I went to one of, I think, about five or six schools in the country that had a commercial FM radio station, which was the University of Dayton. They owned WVUD 99.9. Uh, and my first year I went out there, I worked for the student radio station, 64 mm -hmm. Rock, WDCR. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and, and programmed it. And we had satin jackets and everything. Uh, and then <laughs> I know, see, satin we really did. It was great. Uh, uh, but I kind of had a talk show on there, which was cool. You know, they did block programming. 
um, mm-hmm. originally. And so I had a talk show. Uh, my name was Ian Michaels. We did late night with Ian Michaels. <laughs> could it have, could it have been any more radio? The name? I mean, seriously. I mean, so, <laughs> right? I'm sorry. I know it's okay. By the way, I, have the tapes, I haven't known a single oh. soul named with the last name Michaels. That's always somebody's middle name. It's right. always their middle name. It's true. Anyway, and radio, but radio guys. I mean, there's a million Michaels. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it, uh, by the time I did my first year, Ian, was there a yeah, significance to Ian? Ian Michaels? Yeah. First. What year, was the significance I, of the name, Ian? Ian, John. It's John in Gaelic. Oh, okay, cool. Of course, I knew that. <laughs> Didn't you know that? Come on, Ron. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like the name Ian, honestly. And, okay. it, and it was just coincidental. All right. So by the anyway, way, John, you're Polish, not Irish. <laughs> I should have had I'm, I'm a lot of things. If we're going to get right down to it, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to do a, a DNA test. You're a mud. Yeah, I'm a mud. I'm going to report back. The anyway, uh, yeah. did that. Um, worked at the, that radio station. Then got my in to work at the FM station, which again was a commercial FM station making money. Um, in uh, like June of 1986, uh, which was before I was coming back for my sophomore year. So in between my freshman and sophomore year, I got a gig, I think doing weekends and overnights there, nothing live. I was working at, ready, Delightful 100 WVUD, which was an MOR station, middle of the road. Uh, lots of Neil Diamond, Barbara Streisand, yeah, uh, yeah. Kenny Rogers, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> BGS. Light, How deep I mean, is your love on Delightful 100? Delightful 100. Yeah, but you know what? I was not allowed to talk. Uh, they had just switched formats. And yeah, all, you want that in the DJ. <laughs> all the vocals were right. on carts. So we would just, at the times where we weren't live, you they would be, as Ron would say, tracked. Um, but they didn't do any back selling. In other words, saying what? the record was that was on. Oh yeah. That was another radio term. You just kind of threw back, threw out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back, but back selling billboarding. Yeah. Go ahead. The one highlight was, uh, we got to record live weather. Here's the forecast from the national weather service, national weather service. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then we would read the forecast. We'd put it on a cart. We would produce it in the production room. We would come downstairs and then we would put it in and play it at the appropriate time. We weren't even allowed to do live weather at that point. It had to be pre-recorded. So I, I just a real quick story, and then and then I'll let loose on this. Uh, uh, one of the times I went upstairs, the studios was downstairs. The production studio was upstairs. Mm-hmm. There, this was a multi-story building. I went up to record my weather, and I'm up there doing stuff. And it was on a Sunday morning where we were playing uh, Master Control which was a show. I remember that show. Yeah, I remember that. came on a vinyl disc. And it was a record every week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the master is in control of your life. You're in control with the master. Yeah. (laughs) It was was a religious program. It was a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And stations would do that on the weekends. They would get their public service programming in and stuff like that. So anyway, while that was running, I went up to record the forecast for the end of the show. And you would monitor what was on the air through the little production board. And I'm monitoring and they're doing a thing where they're doing a, um, a, a like a recipe of something, just whatever. And, and they're cooking and I'm recording my weather. I check yeah. back and I hear the following on the air going out live. Yeah. A dash of salt, a dash of salt. A dash of salt. Oh no! A dash of salt. <laughs> a dash of salt. A dash of salt. Oh, and I look no. over at the phone lines, and back then we had like those blinky light phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All ten lines were lit. <laughs> <laughs> I boogied. I was running down, and and I meanwhile a dash of salt. Up the needle, salt, which is. A- it's like the worst 
thing. It is a yeah, and picturing it's a grandmother making a recipe at home, right? <laughs> Following along, it's like okay, a dash of salt. All right, another dash of salt. How much salt, salt is in this? <laughs> so, I did not answer a single one of those lines. I just let them all die, like all the all the ten flashy light hotlines. I love, oh I love my God. everything about that story. That is legitimate. I may God strike me down right here right. as I sit. If that is not true, that is a hundred percent true. No embellishment. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is a beautiful, beautiful Thank thing, John. You. Thank you. And then I want to find out how you got into this, what you're doing now, because okay. that was just kind of one of those serendipitous yeah. things. And then, and then look what has come from that now. Yes. Well, we'll get into that a little bit because we're running, we're running late. We'll probably do that in another, another show. Okay. And in another show, I'll tell you how I took down. I took down. I was the operator on duty with an FCC license. And I was signing those logs. Yeah. The uh, with the with the readings with the antenna readings that you had to do your array on your AM and your FM, right? Yeah. And I took down two Heritage Washington D.C. radio stations in one fell swoop. Took them off the air. off the air <laughs> off for an extended <laughs> period of time. Oh my God! WWDC AM and FM. In Washington, D.C., licensed to Washington, not a suburb, licensed to the nation's capital. I'm the guy who's running, who's flying the plane, and I took it down. Right. Both of them for an extended period of time, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) Oh, I do want to hear that story. So bookmark that, people. All right. So right now, though, because we're running about two minutes late, it's time. Running late. Fire up! What? Huh? Huh? What? What? Run late and oh, feeling uh, great. Okay, (laughs) it's just a radio. Is I don't know that one. I don't know. Running late and feeling great. Squirrel. (laughs) Squirrel. All right. Sorry. Okay. Get a great amount of working, fire off the synapses, engage the frontal lobe, form new neural networks, utilize the cerebrum. As Pooh says, it's time to think, think, think. John Lennon. It's the dun, dun, dun. question of the day. Here it is. Playing for pride, not prize. Are you ready? Here's today's question of the day. Yes. Because we're going to be talking about albums in just a little bit. So I was just thinking about record albums. Okay. And we were talking about queuing them up. So in the 10 best-selling albums of all time, only one artist is in the top 10 twice. Mm. What? artist is it you don't know john you have no idea i i guessed already so but that's right gonna, you did and you were i don't want to tell people what i guessed i didn't think it was no a you can't no, you can't but well it, you they were in the top 10 though yeah the the, the uh artist that you said again yeah. here's the question in the 10 best-selling albums of all time think about it 10 best-selling okay. albums of all time you know yes. them because they're the best selling of all time. Chances all are time. you own one or two or more, mm-hmm. right? Only one artist is in the top 10 twice. Yeah, I have another idea. And somebody Who is just it? Suge- wait. Oh, I need to do this. Where is it? Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, should I give a clue? Uh, no, no, only if people don't get it. Are you sure? All right. I mean, good. It's your show. I mean, what I just did was kind of ethereal. I mean, it was kind of out there. I could probably give I could probably give a clue that would kill it. Oh, hmm. really? I have two of them. Two clues that would that would. You didn't just give a kill a clue, did you? No, no, I did not. Killing it? No. Okay. All right. Do we have any answers? All right, we do have answers. Okay, here's our first one from Jennifer. Jennifer T. Taylor Swift, not in the top ten. Jennifer. Okay, and I'm not. I'm not putting her second one on there because this you is, get one guess. You do not get two two guesses. Yes, Jennifer. she does. No, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. No, I'll come back to her after we go through everybody. Oh, okay. All right, I got okay. you. I, yeah. There's a pecking order here, Ron. There's a. <laughs> yeah, we're pecking all right. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, how about the Beatles? How about the Beatles? 
Are the Beatles in there at all with their top selling album of all time? Let's take a look. Where's my list? Here's my, you know, I should probably use my, move my list over there. Okay. Uh, Beatles, 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 not in the top 10. Okay. That's it hard not. to believe. Okay. The next one I guessed. Mm. Michael Jackson is number one with Thriller released in 1982, uh, over 40 minutes, 51.2 million copies, mm -hmm. certified copies sold. And that's it. He's not in there again. So no, that is incorrect, Sarah, with an H. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, Napuas guessing here. Floyd. Pink that Floyd was, is in there. One, one two, mine, three, too. fourth. Pink Floyd is in fourth with, uh, with Dark Side Dark of the side Moon. Of the 24.8 million certified copies. Yep. But they're yep. claiming 45 million. No, that's it. That's the only entry in Okay. Him. Wait, hold on. Jim says. And boom, there it is. There it is. Eagles. And also, Jim, you get double points because you didn't say the Eagles. They're not <laughs> the Eagles. They've never been the eagles <laughs> that's look like at every eagles album and you know where i learned that because for years i'm on the air for it's years. the eagles i'm a disc jockey yeah it's the eagles take it easy and uh, easy 106.0 no no it's eagles I, it's eagles and i learned that by listening yeah. to american top, top 40, 40 with casey Kasem. and I'm and he was and i was listening top 40. <laughs> and greatest wife ever and I were listening right. to a, a rebroadcast on seventies yeah. on seven. Right. And they went into best of my love, Two. And, you know, which was, <laughs> which was number, uh, number one that week. And you just hear, and here they are Eagles with best of my love. I went, That's right. and you look at every album and there's no Eagles. definite article. The so Jim boom, by the you way, get, what <laughs> if by you're way, in Philadelphia, what? it's the yeah. Eagles. Or it's Eggles. <laughs> and it's the same with, by the way, the Hooters. It's not the Hooters. It's just it's Hooters. Just Hooters? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Although thing. when I and when I was at uh Sirius XM, if you talked about the Beatles channel, it was the Beatles channel. The definitive, like the Ohio State. Correct. Uh okay, so the albums are uh Michael Jackson Thriller, ACDC Back in Black, number two. Number two. Yeah. Back in black. Uh, yeah. Number three, Whitney yeah. Houston and various artists, The Bodyguard. Number three, Pink Floyd, That's Dark Side crazy. of the Moon is at number four. Eagles, their greatest hits, 1971 to 1975, mm -hmm. is the number five biggest selling album or best selling album of all time. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, is number <laughs> yeah. six. Jim Eagles. Yeah. Hotel California is number seven. There Eagles are in there twice. There you go. Then you have Shania Twain. Come on over. Shania Twain. Wow. From I know. Where'd you uh, go? Fleetwood Mac rumors. And then Where's BGs and various artists with Saturday Night, Saturday Fever. Night Fever. Correct. Yeah. 40 million copies too. or more. Uh, I'm trying to think if I owned any, uh, every one of those. I owned Thriller, Back in Black. I did not own I'm The Bodyguard. Nope. Own uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yep. Greatest hits. Meatloaf Bad Out of Hell did not uh, Bad Out, I did. Out of Hell did not own that. Uh, Hotel California, I did. Shania nope. Twain, no. Rumors, yes. Saturday Night Fever, yes. So yes. I had most of them. But right. can I can I lay down a secret now that oh, we've said that? I've never owned any Eagles albums. Really? No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Wife well, loves them, by the way. And when I, like I was doing a lot of their songs, but when I was collecting Kiss records, and I was a big Kiss fan, <laughs> and I own, I started with Kiss Alive, and then you had to go back and own Kiss, their debut, and then Hotter Than Hell, and then Dress to Kill, and then Kiss Alive, and then there were three other albums that came after that, which was Destroyer, uh, Rock and Roll Over, and Love Gun, and then Alive 2, and then there was a greatest hits called Platt. I'm not giving the whole discography, but I had to go and purchase all of these albums myself. First, my mom would buy them, and uh, and dad, uh, and but while I was doing that, my brother Joe was buying Eagles records, and so he had the whole Eagles discography. So 
This Catholic boy during Lent decided he was going to give up something, uh, sacrifice something. So I decided I was going to give up listening to my Kiss records because I listened to them every day. And I was going to give that up because um, giving your life to save the world and me not listening to Kiss records, were this, <laughs> it was the same thing in my head. For pretty much, I mean. Yeah. At right, 15, just, at 14, 15. Right. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I decided to start listening to all of Joe's Eagles records. Oh. So now I had them, I had them memorized. So now I, I know. I, and uh, who was it? That just, was there somebody? Just, oh, Randy Miser just passed. And Randy Miser was the original bass player uh, in Eagles. And he sang... Well, he sang a bunch of songs and a bunch of albums, but the the big um, single was uh, "Take It to the Limit." That's Randy Meisner. Oh, okay. Think, yeah, you think it might be? It's either Glenn Fry or Don Henley who handled those uh, most, the lion's share of the vocals. Bernie Ledden sang on a couple of songs, but no, it was uh, it was Randy Meisner on "Take It to the Limit." It's a good and song. yeah, he's got he's got a bunch of songs on uh, what was it? Doolin Dalton, what's the album called? Desperado. He has a song called Certain Kind of Fool. Randy Meisner does. I mean, it's 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 pretty amazing stuff. And so anyway, I was thinking about Eagles and their and their track record and all of their albums and their harmonies. There's a YouTube video that I go back to every now and then of them. Uh they had they had disbanded. They came back in the nineties with hell freezes over and they did all these tours and they decided, you know what? We're just going to uh, embrace the country uh, thing and do a country album. And so they resurrected one of their songs from back in the seventies off their first, that, that was never on any album called uh, how long. And they performed it at the, I want to say the American country music awards or something like that. And that performance is on YouTube. And it's so, the place just goes nuts because it's eagle and their harmonies are, uh, it's so Top good. Notch. It's so good. It's so good. I've tried to get bands that I'm, I'm in to, to cover that because it's just, because if you nail those harmonies, you've nailed the song. It's fantastic. Even though it's got an incredible uh, guitar anyway. Yes. I digress. <laughs> you can spend all your time making money. <laughs> spend all your money. Making time, make time. Is that how it goes? Spend all your love. Spend oh. all your love making time. If it all fell to pieces tomorrow, would you still be mine? Yeah. Um, a good line. Oh, I was just thinking about this because the other day, uh, one of my favorite albums in my top five, I think, is Pink Floyd The Wall. And I know every nuance, <laughs> every single second of that album. And I just recently re listened to it. So and good. I realized that I have a set of LPs that I go back to mm -hmm. and listen to yeah. fairly regularly, at least four times a year. Some of them are like once a month um, that I will. Yeah. And, and they would be, and I just did this recently. Um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band from the Beatles. Not a bad Abbey one. Road from the Beatles, you know, and when Jenny gets in the car, I'm like, what do you want? You want to do that? You want to do Sergeant Pepper's Abbey Road, or do you want to do the White Album? <clears throat> Sometimes she picks the White Album because she had the White Album. Okay. And uh, or Abbey Road, but you know, when, but you got to listen from beginning to end. From beginning to end, you don't skip around the tracks. You have to listen from the beginning of the album to the end of the it's album. The way the that artist was, intended it. That was the great thing about the Wall right. is that it is a you know I don't want to say it's a rock opera, but it 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 is a story. Right. And, and one song is tied into the next and you bounce around through timelines. And I know all the sound effects and, and all the little things and the hidden messages on the album and, and all of that stuff. But three quarters of the album builds up to a song and there are a bunch of radio songs you recognize. There's another brick in the wall, uh, part two, which was all the kids singing. We don't need no education. And then there's, right. um, but another brick in the wall is a motif that runs through the entire album. Right with different things that affect the, the fictional character Pink Floyd that um, goes into building the wall around him. So he doesn't get hurt anymore. 
His father is killed in World War II. He has an overbearing mother. He's got a um, uh, and and a uh, an abusive school teacher, and you know all of that. How can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? He's screaming at him at the <laughs> end, like and he has a Scottish accent. You stand still, Lottie. Anyway, I'm getting into the story. I didn't really want to get into the story, wow. but I listened to that because I love that album. And then if I really want to just pound it hard, I'm yeah. going to say ACDC. Now I know greatest wife ever would say back in black. And well, uh, I'm sorry. I think I might for have ACDC, to go. They're the favorite. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's okay. Brian Johnson on vocals. I might have to go with, um, either highway to hell or let there be rock mm. let there be rock has got and they didn't have the songs off of that well let there be rock is one right. of them uh bad boy boogie um problem child um yes see you're looking at me like yeah see there's these are all acdc like deep deep tracks. guts deep guts deep tracks. there's a song problem child from acdc uh i probably want played if there's going to be a memorial service for me. <laughs> oh, how weird. Okay. I, no, it's not weird. No, because they're going to be handpicked party tunes. Cause it's going to be a party. You're pre-gaming. Yeah. <laughs> for your funeral. And it's, uh, but there's, a, there's a part in that song. There's like, just like there's a part in Brown sugar from the Rolling Stones where yeah. they come out of a, uh, the bridge and then they go into yeah. a lead break or whatever. And then they come back into the main and uh, the main phrase and yeah. these, and they do it in this in Rolling Stones with a cowbell and they do it in ACDC um, a problem child where they come back with these shakers and it's just, Oh, I get this. It's so good. It's so stinking right, good. Go listen to that. Because I can't describe it. I cannot describe it. So anyway, <laughs> no. Sergeant Pepper's Abbey road, ACDC. Yes. Let's go with, let's look, go with let there be rock. Jason Faulkner, which I've talked about ad nauseum. There's his record right there. Oh, right. Which is Jason yeah, Faulkner yeah. presents author unknown. Yeah. Um, he was in Jellyfish and blah, 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 blah. I've talked about him a lot. Um, and Pink Floyd the Wall. Those would be mine. What about you, John? Albums that you revisit. Oh, wow. I did not know this was coming. Was this on the show list? <laughs> I guess it was. Look at that. <laughs> and it was on last show, last um, week's list, because I said we were going to talk yeah, about I this. Know. Um, Thanks for paying attention. Johnny Glensky, everybody. I know. Hi. How are you? Well, he's got, her, he's got hurricane. Ahas, hunting high and low. Uh, or actually, yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or actually, even more so, Aha's Scoundrel Days. That is one that I will, and again, pretty much nothing that was a, a major hit. Yep. But listen to it. One of the greatest albums of all time. Uh, toy matinees, the ballad of Jenny Ledge and and uh, their toy matinee debut album. I know, like what? Again, that's wow. your Jason Jason Faulkner. Yeah, it's okay. One of these that I keep You're coming deep. back. You're deep, brother. Uh, level forty two. Yeah, forty two's greatest hits. You've always been a fan of level forty two. I, I do. I just uh, as long you. as I, as long as I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I pretty much. <clears throat> I think th this is tough. We if we really should do a desert island um CD show. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, you know what? I mean, bands I've still been fans of over the years, uh, pretty much Chicago's greatest hits would be fantastic. Put it in the car, play it, uh, but include the whole catalog from the seventies right. all the way through now. Um, and Peter Sedaro uh, was a, Peter Sedaro was a badass bass player, by the way. He was, that he band was, was great. He had a band was amazing. Band, um, he picked it. Yeah. But uh, but then I met the band in the uh, late '80s and early yeah. '90s too, and they were still cool as heck then. Um, and I don't know, like Is that the John Elefante days. No, that's that's Kansas. Oh, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> but, but, which are good too, you know. Kansas greatest hits, not bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, just throw uh, uh, sticks. Uh, pretty much any one of Sticks's uh, Grand Illusion or Pieces of Eight or something, you know. Oh, you know what? I uh, crack the sky. I'd have to say their first right. album. See, crack the sky. You. That's a, thank and you. I think I've talked about them too. It's a thank local. you, Jennifer. There you go, Jennifer Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chicago's greatest hits. Yes, um, that was kind of my theme song when, I, even though it's a breakup song. Sorry, but feeling yeah. stronger every day was kind of my 
come back after my heart uh, thing. Yeah. So was, that, that was always in my head. Stephanie says, revisited album was the question. Other than more obvious choices, Counting Crows, August, and everything after. Nice. That's a good, that's a good choice. <clears throat> it's interesting when you, when there is an album that comes and it, and I'm going to use the word here, and, and sometimes I use, I might be using it correctly. I might not. Okay. But it touches on the zeitgeist of the time, and you just can't avoid it. Ed Sheeran recently has had albums like that. Taylor Swift, uh, who it came up earlier, yeah, has albums for another generation that right. they mark periods of time, major periods of time in their yeah. lives yeah. by those albums, like I would do with Billy Joel albums. Right. People are doing with Taylor Swift albums. She's a masterful artist who, you know, right now can do no wrong. Um, right. James said, what got Kansas leftover trip for one. I mean, holy crap. What a great album. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hello. You know, it's funny. And you hear a band like Kansas, by the way, I want a, we want a trivia question. Um, trivia contest because of Kansas, because there was, oh. it was the classic rock albums was the subject. And who has the, who has John Brown abolitionist on the cover? Oh, right. Exactly. Kansas. Kansas yeah. okay. painting. Oh, uh, here we go. Growing Bobby up says, in Norway with Aha. Yes, a lot of their better stuff didn't make it to the US. Absolutely had a complete career mm, after yeah. after hunting high and low, but a lot of it didn't. Hold on. Oh, we've got some good ones coming in here. Oh, Tragic Kingdom. Uh from Jennifer Scott. Uh from No Doubt. The thing about yeah. that was that they they thought they were in like an people thought they were in like an overnight success. And they they weren't. They They've weren't, been together for were, quite a while. Years. They had. Um, they did a little bit of. Uh, all right, Jim, with the Spandau Ballet. Spandau Ballet that. is another, another great artist. Yeah. That you know. It's there's so much wonderful music that's out there that I'm there just is. not getting exposed to. Stephanie says uh, she just posted that she loves Kansas, and. Yep. Um, but I do. I go back and revisit these albums and listen to them in in their entirety. What I was going to say about the Pink Floyd The Wall album is that the whole yeah. thing, all Hardcastle, 19. <laughs> no, 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 19. Thanks, 19. James. No, 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 no. Thanks, James. Yeah. No, yeah it's going to be stuck in my head. The there you time. go. Oh, and the film with Glass Tiger. <laughs> it would be, I don't know. All right. So what do you think? Do you think they'd be anywhere without the Brian Adams song? Which one was that? Is that Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone? Well, yeah. Really? That was Brian a Brian Adams song? Oh my gosh, that totally oh, sounds yeah. like now that I didn't know that. Well, he sings on it. He sings what? at the My Heart Will Break. He sings at my the like, three three quarters of the way through. Yeah. All Brian Adams fans go, Oh, Brian Adams. Yeah. Yeah. There's another guy who Brian. had a body of work that could not be Adams. Be, oh yeah brian adams yeah that could not do he could do no wrong in the 80s i mean when reckless came Dude. out that's what we were just talking about me starting in radio reckless was the lp that was summer 1984 man mm -hmm. um summer of 69 but no the what was the run to you right the, oh, that's was, a great oh gosh and then the, yeah and then the but i like, the stuff, I like 10 albums I like oh, cuts sorry. like a knife. Well, also yeah. off that album was the one with uh, 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 Tina Turner. Um, right. What's it called? What's it called? It's only love. It's right. only love. That's all. So, oh, and that song. See, this is me starting in radio. That album also had kids want to rock. I was at a rock station, mm -hmm. so we were literally playing, and we were an album rock. So it wasn't a single, but we were playing every song off that album. And we were playing every song off of Phil Collins, uh, No Jack Required. Music director was just on point with the stuff that, that he was picking for this radio station. And there was a song called Kids Want to Rock, yeah. which was a, and you had to make sure that you slip cued into the next song because right after Kids Want to Rock, back. it went right into another song. And you had to turn it down real quick and get your next song rolling. So you had to you had to slip Q into it. There you go. That's my everywhere you go. Kids wanna rock. That was a great album. Brian Adams. 
Um, okay. We getting any more? Do we have any I, more? No, that, that, I think that we've. Well, continue to comment, continue your, uh, your discussion yeah, on absolutely. the, uh, on the Facebook page and let us know about albums that you revisit and re-listen to. Do you actively like you're in the car and you call something up on your, yeah, to listen to these albums or you have your CDs in your car. All right. You know like what? I, I still do. <laughs> wow. Really? I do. I do I'm have a CD, CD player in my changer. car. I, yeah. I do have a CD player in my car. I just don't have, yeah. a, I don't have any CDs. Oh, that's a good point. Didn't even think about that. And we have Bring one of along. these. We should. We should totally do that. I have. I know. I know. Why not? It's there. <laughs> Yesterday, I called up one from when I was a kid, and I loved this guy. And I had, I bought his greatest hits. And uh, it was it was Jerry Reed. Now, uh, oh, there's yep. another good one, Jim. Nick Lowe, Cruel to be yeah, Kind. That's a good one. I don't know that album, but I know that song. And I love the band that he, he was in, Rockpile, which is a great name for a band. <laughs> Rockpile <laughs> with Dave Edmonds. Dave Edmonds uh, yeah. was doing the rockabilly thing, and then um, he had one hit, I Hear You Knocking. He does my favorite version of Run, Rudolph, Run at Christmas time. Dave Edmonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get into those in a couple of months. <laughs> but... <laughs> Hmm? what or next show you never know when we're going to throw in some christmas stuff <laughs> <laughs> or pumpkin spice for that matter uh well i oh i did, did you see what i just one. did there thank you i, I totally <laughs> skipped that part i can't believe i skipped that <laughs> I, I, did that. I posted so the picture that you saw yellow to oh, oh there's a god that fire. album is so good <laughs> Really just is. off the corner of my waking mind <laughs> <laughs> their lies so i posted that. i can't believe i skipped why did i skip past that how did we get into um i, I don't know how oh, we ran out of time i don't know talking a lot about my radio career which is all very self-serving and selfish and i apologize right. um but i had posted yesterday on my facebook page and on my personal facebook page that's right and I called this up because I wanted to I wanted to read you some of the comments. I have never had a posting. This is on my personal Facebook page. I have never had a posting that was so that elicited divisive such a visceral response. <laughs> Bring up pumpkin spice, it'll do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. Hang on, let me pull this over. Okay. So the the, the um Oh, are you bringing thing. up the responses to, to yes yes yes, yes. i was it, so it great is. so i did so oh. i posted a, a picture of uh pumpkin spice cheerios and just said yeah. it has begun and i right. had a, a bowl yesterday and it was it was just fantastic it was delicious i loved every bit of it and usually that. i give the uh cereal milk to the cats but i looked it up and you can't get cinnamon you can't get oh uh, no, no cloves Oh, cloves. Okay. Cloves ain't good for kitty litter liver. Mm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> let me just read it might be response. good for the kitty litter, but not. <laughs> nah, all right. So I posted it. And then the first response I get is uh, from Michelle who said, mm -hmm. never seen these before. No, thanks. Okay. Yeah, just think it gets, it gets okay. ugly. And then I said, and I just responded more for me, more for me. Yeah. And then another friend of mine, Jackie said, "Yikes! Mice taste good. Might taste good, but horrible for you." So now she's coming in from the health, the health side. Oh, come right. on, man! To which I said, "Isn't that pretty much with everything that tastes good?" I mean, come on, fried chicken, please. But it's and not sugary, is it? It's just, it's just got the flavor, right? I mean, Cheerios aren't sugary, are they? Ah, uh, well, no, there's sugar. There's sugar. There's sugar in it. Yeah, it's definitely right. But I mean, it's not like when I was blaze. looking at the calories, I was paying attention and I was doing okay. the measuring. It's Heart one health. cup is one serving. Yeah. One cup is one serving. Good for you. So you're taking and then the I advice. did the, Good. I did the, I, of course I took your advice. And then the <laughs> quarter of, and I'm doing skim milk with, uh, without lactose. Good. 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 And, uh, so then right. Jackie came back with not really, uh, the things that everything that tastes good is bad for you. And she goes, not really steak and butter and eggs are amazing and are nutrient dense. So I, I got into like a, all of a nutrition too. discussion about my, <laughs> I, <laughs> which is fine. Off of the pumpkin spice. Fine. Yeah. You know, Rick posts the vomiting emoji. Okay. 
<laughs> Why? I hit one, Diane, on, who said, yes, happy Halloween. Tyler, my neighbor, yeah. said, I haven't bought any of this, but it looks pretty good, LOL. And then he posts the pumpkin spice spam, which I... It, it, that doesn't exist. I think it I does. think that's one of those that just... And then the pumpkin spice, and then he says, and you can wipe up after eating with this, and it's the Charmin pumpkin spice, which is... Say again. That's that's a joke. Then uh, another friend of mine, Ron, posts, uh, who is it, Kip, whatever his name is, Kit from Game of Thrones, uh, just threw up in my mouth a little bit. So it's it's GIF of him, and I'm like, come on, really, man. Then I just came back with, like, then don't eat it. Then don't eat it. It's, It's more for me. Why, why is it so triggering? What you, is it about? No, I don't know. Spice that why is, do you have to stop what you're doing? Right. Instead of scrolling past, going, yeah, that's not for me. You have to stop and weigh in on whether Wait, you love it or you hate it. <laughs> I don't understand either. I don't I'm, get I it. Mean, look, look, look. And I love everybody. And I'm, I'm glad I'm getting some sort of response. But I would have <laughs> never predicted it would have been from my posting a picture of pumpkin spice Cheerios. Then another guy, Pat said that actually looks really good with some vanilla oat milk. See, okay. All right. Now I'm on, I'm on yep. with the program. Then another guy, JD with the vomit emoji. I, I get a sorry, but not a fan of pumpkin spice, anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and another guy, um, Sai says just no, no, that's, no. by the way, Bruce, that's the, third vomit emoji that somebody has posted and then uh i get eric who gives me the gif of borat shaking his head (laughs) (laughs) very nice mary mary jane says that's just wrong i had no idea i had no idea why do people hate pumpkin why the pumpkin hate i I just don't get it i don't know and you know know. there are some who are like too early like, so maybe because it's pushing fall and, and all that kind of stuff and, and cold weather, but I don't know. that I almost might understand, but I don't understand why people hate pumpkin spice and the people who consume it. <laughs> yeah. Unlike me. <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin yeah. spice. Everything. Daughter the elder. Right. Yes. That's right. You sent me a picture of the palm king. That's very good beer. Yeah, by the way, have some of that if you get a My chance. My favorite Seriously. all really beer good. is, okay. and it's hard to find too. You have to like special order it or find, and and I'm they may be sold out by now because the all the pumpkin stuff comes out in August, believe it or not. It does. Uh, yeah. Is um, Fordham's Harvest Spice Ale. So good. So I would do, I ordered in, uh, and Jennifer actually gave me my wife. Greatest wife ever gave me a case for my birthday. <laughs> Here oh, you go. Okay. Because it was hard to find. It's a yearly you know? thing that they come out with this. Yeah. Just yeah at a certain time yeah. of year. Okay. Right. Where 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 is that uh, brewing company out of? Fordham's. Is was, it, it like as in New York Fordham? No, as in Virginia. They were bought by Old Dominion. They oh, were their okay. own, and then I think I gotcha. they were bought by Old Dominion. So Fordham's Harvest Spiced Ale. I. Okay. <sighs> highly recommend it used to be on tap at one of our local places that's where i first had it was i'm like i need a i need a fall beer and i was like whoa this is amazing but i i needed to stop drinking the beer (laughs) the carbs don't need to stop just because this right yeah i know Oh, easy. Relax. You are not on my scale. Literally. (laughs) All right. I think that's it. Next week. Okay. So again, programming note, we will be on uh, Wednesday, not Tuesday, because I'm going to be away this weekend for Labor Day. Uh, My special guest is going to be a daughter, the elder, who is going to give us her uh, calendar of the year, the yearly calendar. We're going to be according to her in fall and she's already direct uh, already decorated for fall by the way that's all done <laughs> greatest wife ever's like yeah we're gonna put all the stuff up like right after and <clears throat> right after labor nice. day it's gonna be full-blown fall but there are four different versions four or three different versions for 
for fall that Jordan will get into. <laughs> there are, trust me, trust me on this. Okay. And it all makes sense when it all makes sense when you hear her talk about it, but she'll be the guest. And then, um, I'm working on a couple of surprises. I might have a surprise. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We're surprise, waiting a surprise guest. who will be a lot of fun. Well, Johnny, you and my, and I might have to tape it early and then, uh, and play it back, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, Thank you so much for listening this week. I really appreciate it. I hope you had some fun. I definitely had some fun. Uh, if you want to uh, put it up on our in our comment section, how did you start your career? Because I'm still I still want to get in on that discussion, and we can always go back and revisit that. And um, you can also weigh in on the albums that you listen to once a uh, maybe once a year or whatever that you revisit. And then you know if you want to give me a pumpkin spice yay or nay. A thumbs up or a thumbs down, you can do that too. Don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And uh, all my thanks and, and uh, to John Cantori Yaglinski, who is going to be uh, dealing with the hurricane soon. And we hope uh, that's minimal, 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 not just for you, but for all the people impacted. We have friends in the Tampa area. Turn your radio down. Listen to the phone. <laughs> Oh, there you go. It's the wall. I thought it was appropriate. Unlike Katie's. Yeah, right. I know every <laughs> lyric to that song. So, okay. So I'm, I'm taking forever. They called it the Maryland Dubai. It's taking yep. me forever, forever to sign off. So listen, please take care of yourselves and each other. Please be safe. For John Yaglancy, I'm Ron Ross. Love you, mean it. Bicycle. Bye now. Bye.